Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today are my co-hosts, Nelson. Hello. And Rissa. Hello. How are you guys doing? Good? Yeah? Good. Oh, yeah. Doing good. Uh, looking forward to the trip coming up, right? Yeah, just a short week coming up. <laughs> Counting down the days. Oh, man. Yeah, I actually took off on Wednesday, so I'm going to be only working two days to this week. So. Oh, okay. All okay. right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, but the Wednesday I'm gonna be going to a children's party at my mom's office with my son, so that should be fun for him. Yeah, well, definitely. Last year they had pizza, so I think he'll like the pizza again. <laughs> All right, so on today's episode, we're gonna be going over the Golden Globe nominations for the year 2019, and um, so basically there Disney is going to be representing a whole bunch of different categories. So we're going to go through the categories and see what they're nominated for and then talk about it. We're going to discuss uh, the movies themselves and if there were some snubs in the categories. Um, so if you all don't know, the Golden Globe Awards are presented by the 93 members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association it started in January 1944. And they recognize excellence in film and television, both domestic and foreign. So it's a it's an annual awards show, and it's a, a major part of the film industry's award season. Um, and every year that ends up with the Academy Awards. So the eligibility period for Golden Globes um, is the calendar year. So it's going to be January one through December thirty first. So if there are some movies that haven't been released yet, say it's like December. 25 you know um they're going to be included in the golden globes even though it hasn't been released and you'll see that in a couple of movies particularly one disney movie that we're going to discuss too all right so let's uh talk about the major categories and we'll link the article that we're using to look at um the categories and the nominees um so the nominations um there's a full list that we're going to link and um let's start with um one of the major categories, which is Best Motion Picture Drama. And the nominees in this category are going to be Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beale Street Could Talk, and A Star Is Born. Um, Nelson, what do you think of the uh, nominees here? Um, I, I have only, <laughs> only seen Black Panther out of all these lists, out of the ones listed here, but I still want to see Bohemian Rhapsody. It's still in theaters right now. And but and I wanted to see a Star Is Born, but I think I missed it. So do you um, think um, they're deserving according to what you've read from critics? Um, yeah, I've heard great things about Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star Is Born. That's why I I kind of wanted to see them, but uh, I just haven't had a chance to see those two yet. But uh, Black Panther I thought was a great movie, and um, kind of back to our um, when we talked about our top three like that that episode, right? I think it was my second. Um, top villain but i i um mentioned uh killmonger because it's been a while since i was able to sympathize with the the antagonist <laughs> that's true yeah so i thought yeah i thought the movie was great overall 
So, um, and I don't, not sure what Black Klansman was about or if Beale Street could talk. I, I hadn't even heard of those. So the other three, though, I think they are deserving of this category. What about you, Rissa? What are your thoughts on the nominee, nominees for this category? So um, I agree with, with most of them. Um, I haven't actually heard of if Beale Street could talk, um, but I did watch Black Panther and A Star is Born, and I intended to watch Bohemian Rhapsody, but I ended up watching Instant Family instead. Um, Black Panther is a bit of a surprise for me. Uh, you don't tend to see superhero movies in best motion picture drama um for major awards uh i mean of course you'll see it for maybe mtv movie awards or um like a people's choice but this is a shocker um i actually do agree with the way it was shot the way it was written the music was phenomenal all around um the acting um so it's it's amazing that you get a blockbuster in such a major category i i agree uh black black panther really was a blockbuster of the summer or earlier this year and yeah i think that was february yeah so yeah yeah, it was like early in the year um and it was a pretty big hit but i would think it's like action more than drama um but there's not a category for that so it is kind of a shocker for me that it landed in this category as a nominee right um it's a shocker to me that it got um nominated over uh um avengers um Infinity War. Right. But I mean as a as a whole as a movie, Black Panther kind of resonated with more people. Uh it really made a statement as far as the what they were talking about. Um I encountered some coworkers that were like uh Black Panther is way too political for me and I was like, "What? It's a it's a superhero movie." Um but well, in that sense, it actually has a message. Right. And I think the director um what's his name again? Ryan Coogler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he he, I think, really intended to put a message in there. And um, so, you know, that's probably why it ended up here. So, yeah. Anything else that you guys want to add? Still uh, want to see those other two movies that I haven't yet. Right. Yeah. How, about, also, uh, uh, how about Black Clansman? Were you guys intending to watch that at all? Uh, Maybe. I, I had a passing glance of maybe I should watch this. It could be nominated for something big, but uh, I didn't actually get around to watching it. Well... You know, Kylo Ren's in the movie, so... <laughs> I mean, the actor that plays him. Adam yeah. Driver, so... Uh, if you guys want to check it out, there's a character... I mean, not character, but a, an actor in there that could relate somehow to Disney. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I also did not uh, hear of if Beale Street could talk, so... I'm not even sure about that movie. Did you get to watch A Star is Born? I didn't, but I heard some good reviews. So, I would like to see it, but maybe I'll just wait... It's a it it's a great movie. It's uh really heavy, so it really um belongs in this category. Um, if most of you listening don't know, uh, since this is a Disney podcast, um, it is the fourth iteration of A Star Is Born. The first right. story was back in the 30s, I believe. Uh, and then a oh 20s, and then there was a remake in the 30s from by Judy Garland. Then there was another one in the 70s with Barbara Streisand. Um, and then this one is the fourth iteration. Um, but it's a it's a great iteration, and I would recommend it. Um, so it makes me a little nervous for Black Panther being in this category because there's so many hard, heavy hitters and um, really good contenders. So um, you guys ready to move to the next category? Yeah. Sure. All right. So the next category we have is Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. And in this, there aren't any Disney 
uh, nominees, but I'll read them. Uh, it's Glenn Close in The Wife. You got Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born. Nicole Kidman for the movie Destroyer. Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Rosamund Pike for A Private War. Uh, have you guys gotten to see any of them? Oh, well, Rissa, obviously, with A Star Is Born. Um, any of the others, though? Nope. Me either. Uh, so I kind of want to skip this one because it's not really Disney. Uh, do you think there were any Disney snubs uh, that could have been in this category? Mm, who was the lead? Was there a lead female in Black Panther? I don't uh, think there was a real lead. Yeah. So that's probably why they don't have somebody to put in that category. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to uh, Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Um, again, we don't have any Disney representation, but we've got Bradley Cooper from A Star is Born, William Dafoe from a, at Eternity's Gate, Lucas Hedges from Boy Erased, uh, Rami Malek from Bohemian Rhapsody, and John David Washington from Black Klansman. So, um, any of do you guys think there's a snub here? There yes. There's a snub here? Yep. Uh, Rissa, what do you, who do you think was snubbed in this category? Black Panther. The Black Panther himself, like uh, yep, yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Mm, yep. The, but wasn't he? I mean, he was in some other films where he won a Golden Globe, right? Or was he probably? Not? I don't know. <laughs> well, he, I don't he know was his at least uh, nominated, history. right? I mean, he was in um, the James Brown story film, right? Mm-hmm. He can sing. Yeah, um, and that's not even his um, his accent in the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. He makes it for the movie. Exactly, because there, there's not really a real. Wakanda, so he had to come <laughs> up with something, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. Nelson, do you think there was a snub? Do you think uh, Chadwick Boseman was snubbed here? Um, well, or, I agree or, that it's a it's a great movie, but or for, Michael B. Jordan. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to say because I don't really. For for one thing, I'm really bad when it comes to celebrities in America. <laughs> mm. okay. I'm, re- I'm. I'll be honest. I'm really bad. So just. I see all these names, but I can only really put a face to so like Bradley Cooper, yeah, William Defoe, yeah, but the other three, I don't even know who they are. Hmm. Mr. Robot. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yeah. Yeah, with the with the um, relevance to this category though, uh, yeah, well, Chadwick did a great job, but I don't know if it really was deserving of Best Actor. Okay. Really. For this category, like, I don't know. I I don't feel like... I feel like he wasn't really the main focus, though. You know? I feel like Wakanda really? was, was the main focus on the movie. I mean, it was about him, though. But yeah, there was, was a point where his, you know, he he they thought he died. Uh-huh. And then he wasn't there for, like, like 15 minutes, right? So it was that's like... True. You know? So that's what I mean. I don't think he was the main focus because, you know, there's a lot of focus of when... Michael B. Jordan took over, you know, Killmonger took over as the king of Wakanda. Yeah, I mean, his his uh, story kind of was, uh, it was great. And I think he should have maybe gotten nominated for something. Um, like Creed 2. <laughs> is that releasing this year? Yeah, it's I think it was already right out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Exactly. Like, okay. where's Creed 2 at, right? You know? Yeah. It's not even represented. And he's Creed. Yeah. So... Um, I mean, he's in a lot of different movies, and yeah, he he probably got a snub here. I I don't see his name, so you know he could have been in there. Mm-hmm. All right, um, <laughs> let's move on to the next uh, category because we actually have a Disney representation here. Uh, be- 
and the category is going to be best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Um, and here are the nominees. It's Crazy Rich Asians, uh, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and the last movie, Vice. So uh, what do you guys think of this category? Uh, Nelson, let's start with you. Well, first off, um, when we first started reviewing this list, I saw kind of a mini spoiler, but um, Mary Poppins Returns get mentioned several times. Right. It's it's and, a nominee in a few categories. Right. And that just gets, gets me pretty excited. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Yeah. We ha- I mean, it hasn't been released to the general public yet, but I mean, it being nominated for so many categories, like it must be a good movie. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Same here. Um, but um, having only seen Crazy Rich Asians out of the movies listed here, I'm kind of rooting for that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rissa, your thoughts on this category? I think Christopher Robin got snubbed. I know it didn't do well um, in terms of critics, uh, but... Still, it was a great movie for me in the way it was shot, the way it was acted. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Mary Poppins Returns and Crazy Rich Asians is obviously it it did amazing enough to last for like several months at the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love the movie. So it makes me a little nervous for Disney um, in the Golden Globes because I don't know how well they're going to do against all of these heavy hitters. Yeah, I kind of feel like Crazy Rich Asians was something similar to Black Panther earlier this year. Yeah. Where, um, like, the African-American community really resonated with uh, Black Panther. And then when Crazy Rich Asians came out, the Asian-Americans, from what I've seen, they've they've all kind of resonated with this movie. So it just kind of seemed like, you know, the some of these other minorities are kind of finally getting popping out and getting more representation right i like that they actually got into nominations uh right right because not only are the movies getting or you know the communities getting more representation but now they're even getting nominated for awards Mm -hmm. so that just goes to show that there's progression there which i like all right um so let's move on to the next category which is uh best actress in a motion picture musical or comedy um, and the nominees are Emily Blunt, Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns, uh, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, uh, Elsie Fisher for Eighth Grade, uh, Charlize Theron for Tully, and then Constance Wu for Crazy Rich Asians. And so this is another major category. Um, and what do you guys think? Uh, so, Rissa, I'm, yeah? so I'm not sure if you guys know how these uh, how they're listed. Um they're actually it's significant in the in the order that they're listed. It means that those are the ones um, the ones higher up on the list uh, had the most votes, and then it goes all the way down to the one that just barely uh, made the list. Made so the top five. F- yeah. So for Emily Blunt to be at the top of the list, that means that her um, acting of of Mary Poppins must be really really good. So I'm really excited to watch this movie. Um, for Constant Wu, Constance Wu to be at the bottom, it kind of makes sense uh, because it is a romantic comedy mm-hmm. and there wasn't much substance. But for her to even make the list is amazing. So bra- bravo to her and uh, um, good luck because I'm, I'm rooting for her even though, you know, I'm a Disney girl. Um, it's it's significant that an a- Asian American can can make such a major category and make a stamp. So if they're listed that way, and then that means they receive the votes that way, does that mean that you already know the winner? No, no. Uh, 
it's those are the the votes to make the nominations list um and then from that they vote again for the categories uh and the top five so it can go any way um you know so if they're it, re-voting doesn't mean doesn't that mean that the people who already voted for them to begin with are going to vote for them again you know yeah they're they're favored they're definitely favored but there can be an upset so they're you're saying there's a chance for Constance there's a Lee. chance <laughs> yes there is a chance okay that's why it was surprising to me moving back to the best motion for drama that black panther is at the top of the list right right okay so that's why you're surprised by that okay that makes yeah. sense now all right yeah. so nelson you have any uh, um you know thoughts on uh best actress in motion picture musical so, comedy yep i i recognize a couple names uh particularly emily blunt and charlie's uh theron and those two actresses are amazing like mm-hmm. they, they have such a wide range of um roles that they've played and i'm thinking like yeah this uh, constance has a hard time i would think she'd have a hard you know, she's got some competition <laughs> pretty tough competition right right there right um and again yeah mary poppins gets um listed here so it must be a really good movie so <laughs> i'm really looking forward to it but uh you know i'd i'd, I'd be rooting for constance still just because I, I absolutely love the movie, Crazy Rich Asians. And, um, you know, just another uh, chance for Asian Americans to be, you know, on a list. Some- <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's uh, you know, times are changing. And, and in this respect, it's changing for in a good way. So All right. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Okay. So the next category is Best Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. And they have the nominees listed as Christian Bale for Vice, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, Robert Redford for The Old Man and the Gun, and John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie. All right, so what do you guys think? Uh, Rissa, what do you think of, of these um, nominees? Hang on. It looks like this one, they are arranging it by alpha order in uh-huh. a weird way. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's My probably bad. that's what they did to this. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't look like they do it the same way the Oscars do. Mm. Um. I am interested in the fact that Lin Manuel Miranda got nominated for Best Actor. Um. He's not really known for his acting. He's definitely known for his writing. Um. In terms of music and and book. Um. So it's interesting. Um. Obviously, his portrayal of of Hamilton did well enough um, in the Tonys. But yeah, I'm excited to see him in in Mary Poppins Returns. I think it's interesting that they didn't, uh, well, that, you know, they're using him and um, they're bringing back uh, Dick Van Dyke. But does he play Bert still? I have no idea what his role is. I know he's he's cameoing, but I don't know the extent of it. So Lin-Manuel is not going to be a chimney sweep, right? He's going to be like a, a dude with a, that does the lights? I that, think so. Something like that. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So no more chim chimney chim chimney. No, but he has his own um, work song as well. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to actually watching it because, you know, it's it's been a long time since they had the first one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um Okay, let's um, let's move over. Let's move on to the next category, which is best actress in supporting role in any motion picture. Uh, they have Amy Adams for Vice, 
Claire Foy for First Man, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favorite, and Rachel Weisz for The Favorite. So there's no Disney in this category. Um, nope. Do you guys have any thoughts on this um, category, though, on the nominees? Yeah, I think there was a snub here. Who do you think got snubbed? Lupita. Yeah, oh. I think so, too. She did a good job in Black Panther. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Her character had depth. Yeah, actual depth. Like. Yeah. So, um, you guys want to talk about her character in Black Panther? Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. Okay, uh, Rissa, let's start with you. Um. So, in Black Panther, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, shame on you. <laughs> um. She is basically a spy. Um. For Wakanda, she does like secret missions and everything. Um. But she's also the ex-girlfriend of uh of our main character, the Black Panther. Um, and she's really an independent woman that really cares about her country. Um, and to the extent that she, she fights, um, Chadwick Boseman's character on, on all the levels and challenges him in the right way. Um, and her, her portrayal of her is just amazing. So I, I think she got snubbed here. What about you, Nelson? What do you think about Lupita Nyong'o's, uh, uh role in, in Black Panther? I mean, it was a very important role, and she also was also um, she helped keep uh, T'Challa on track. Like she was the almost like the voice in uh, the voice of reason, really. And uh, yeah, she had a great role. Um, yeah, so after even hearing uh, Rissa's point of view, yeah, I th- I think yeah that, that was uh, they missed they missed her. I agree. I th- on the list. I agree. I think they could have you know used her on the list rather than you know there's two from the favorite you Mm -hmm. have both emma stone and rachel weiss so were their performances really that good or not i don't know i didn't watch the movie i don't know i don't watch the movie either (laughs) same (laughs) so i probably have to look at the movie and see if maybe their performances were better but i don't know i didn't see it so uh let's let's move on to the next category um so disney is not represented here either but uh, let's talk about it. Also, it's best actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. So you have Mahershal Ali for Green Book, uh, Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy, Adam Driver in Black Klansman, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell in Vice. So any snubs? Do you think any Disney um, movie characters should be here or the actors portraying them? Uh um. I don't know, um, cause like the the movies this year were for live action were Mary Poppins Returns, Nutcracker in the Four Realms, Christopher Robin, uh, Solo, Black Panther, and A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, they weren't so the only shining stars out of those movies are Mary Poppins Returns and Black Panther, and there were some individual um, great moments in Christopher Robin, but it wasn't like a physical portrayal. It was all voice acting. So like Jim um, Cummings or something, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there wasn't much like substance in the movie. It was a great feel-good movie. And I mean, I love Haley Atwell and Ewan McGregor, but I don't think they could have qualified for any of those. All right. Uh, Nelson, do you think there's any snub here? Uh, no, I have nothing to add. Okay. Um, I would, I mean, Michael B. Jordan again, I think. could. Is he a supporting role though? Well, I mean... I, I consider him a male role, but I think you could put him in a supporting role. Yeah. Or, you know, 
Because he's the antagonist? Because he's the antagonist, yeah. He's not the protagonist, so um, I think you could sneak him in there if you wanted to. But I think he really did a good job there in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did yeah. an amazing job. Like, you know, you kind of want to side with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think... Or rather, did... you you understand. Yeah, and, you, you and see where he's coming of, from. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Why he's doing what he's doing. Right. Yeah, his character was really fleshed out and... Uh, it made you question, like, why do I understand what he's what he's trying to go for, and why do I sympathize with him? Unlike right. with Thanos, where people are like, "Oh, I I know what why Thanos is doing it, and I support that." I'm like, "Did you support genocide?" <laughs> <laughs> so wow. yeah, because like he was trying to help his people, you know. Um, so Killmong- Killmonger was a uh, yeah, his portrayal of Killmonger it it couldn't have been such a great character without. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I think so. He's a really good actor. I just, I don't know why he's getting snubbed here, but I don't know. It's okay. Um, he'll get something eventually. Hopefully. Yeah. Did he? Do you guys know if he got anything for uh, what was it? Uh, the movie about Creed? the Bard Station. Um, oh. oh, Fruitvale. Fruitvale. Yeah. Do you know if he got anything for that? I don't know. Let's see. He was nominated for a Razzie. <laughs> In Fruitvale. No, Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. Well, let's not talk about Fantastic Four. <laughs> NAWCP um, nominations, but yeah, none. Okay. So he's getting snubbed all over the place, basically. Yeah, yeah. There's there's not a lot of major... Um, nominations yeah. for him. Yeah, not even Creed, there's, right? I mean, Creed was just... But that's the movie. I don't, I don't think he himself got nominated, right, for anything? He did um but they're all like indie crit uh yeah it's not like the big awards that nominated him yeah Mm -hmm. so there you have it michael b jordan getting snubbed snubbed for all the major stuff yep all right i know that's kind of lame but um let's move on to the best motion picture animated because this category this category has two that are being represented by uh that are representing disney so here's the list incredibles 2 Isle of Dogs, uh, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So I'm going to assume that we all have some opinions on this list then. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's, let's start with Nelson. What's your opinion on the list? Well, I agree that um, both Incredibles 2 and Ralph Break the, Breaks the Internet um, are very deserving to be nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to see Mirai, especially because um, it, there was a showing in Oro Grande, which is like one of the next towns over. Right. Like earlier last week, but I was busy and could not uh, make a screening, especially because it was subbed. Because if for those who don't know, Mirai, it's um, the Japanese word for future, and it's a Japanese anime. I wanted to see it, but um, didn't get the chance to. Um, but it's from the same director, if you're familiar, that uh, did Summer Wars and A Girl Who Leapt Through Time. And those were also really great movies. So I really wanted to see it. It looked really promising and interesting. But uh, yeah, again, I couldn't make it. Um, I haven't heard of Isle of Dogs. I don't know what that is. It looked weird. So so Isle of Dogs is actually a stop motion animation uh, oh. film. And it's also set in dystopian Japan. Where there's an island full of dogs who are like smart and they can talk and stuff like that. Oh, because so, like yeah. IRL, there's an island of rabbit bunnies. 
that's like off the coast of Hiroshima. I'm not yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Isle of Dogs, okay. So they ban banished all the dogs to this island in Japan, like Japanese did, because it was um, they got something called the canine flu. That's what it. That's what it's about. Um, yeah. So there's voice cra voice cast of like Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. So some pretty big names like even Francis McDormand. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Uh, so that was nominated. And then um, what else? Do you have any other any other things to add, Nelson? Well, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I, in all honesty, I was not, and and still not interested in seeing that how did that even make the top five uh, yeah i mean once i saw there was literally a spider pig in the in the movie i'm just like how did simpsons get into this? <laughs> right that's right so i don't yeah i've i was i had i was scratching my head on the whole movie in general just like what is it what what is this just another it's essentially just another spider-man movie i guess but i'm yeah I, i'm I, confused I, with it so I, I I don't know why it's on this list personally, yeah. but then again I haven't seen it, so I mean it, it might be an awesome movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but like the way they even animated it, it it doesn't. It looks like a cheap cartoon that yeah, you would find it, on it, TV. Right. I was thinking like it belongs on Nickelodeon or something. Yeah. So the the actual like the reason I, why I think that they put it in this category is because of the animation themselves itself like the way that it was animated um it used some new techniques that were not used before so that's that's probably what they're trying to get at it's the like the cutting edge of new technology is what they're doing when they animated it but it looks bad i well <laughs> that's that's you know some people have that opinion but um like the critics tend to like the cutting edge type deal of stuff. It's just weird because it looks like their frame rate is so behind from what they're animating. And I don't know, it just looks wrong. So the animators themselves, they wanted it to look like you walked inside a comic book. That's what they're going for. Um, that's why it, they wanted that feeling where you think it's behind and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But there's but so mean, many better things to look at. Like, Right. The whole, the whole internet scene and Ralph breaks the internet. Right. It's visually appealing. Right. Or and like then, the individual oh, strands of hair billowing in the wind for Incredibles 2. Like, come on. Right. And when it comes to 2D animation, J Japanese still got it down. Mm-hmm. So there's way better options than these in this category. Yep. So I don't think Spider-Man's going to win. Not by a long shot. No. Nope. It, prob it probably won't. I mean, it's not... It's not the best out of this list, so okay. Um, so let's go to the next category: best motion picture, foreign language. Um, so the nominees are Capernaum, Girl, Never Look Away, Roma, and Shoplifters. Did Disney do any foreign films? You guys know? I don't think so. Yeah, not to my knowledge. Okay, guess we can skip this one then. So let's go to uh, best director, motion picture, and we've got Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born. Um, Alfonso Curaron for Roma, uh, Peter Fairley for Green Book, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, and Adam McKay for Vice. Any snubs here? Ryan Coogler. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably should have gotten a nomination here, I think. I mean, if you get nominated for Best Picture and you don't get a Best Director nom, that's kind of a slap in the face. 
yeah like so you got roma in there but that's under best picture foreign language so how mm-hmm. did he get in the best director category but you know the other ryan coogler wasn't even in there you know yeah that's a snub to the nth degree mm-hmm. all right i, I, I kind of also feel like the russo brothers did a really good job on uh avengers they did it was a uh, a lot to juggle yeah especially um, with all of those actors and actresses like yeah that's a logistical nightmare i would think mm-hmm. they did a but good I, job with, yeah. with juggling so maybe that's another snub i would think but yeah. i haven't seen these other movies so rissa do you, well like you said most of most of the other ones were represented in best motion picture drama and so right. it's kind of weird that it's the best motion picture foreign language guy that's not that's in there rather than the other best motion picture drama director. All right, um, let's move on to the next category: best screenplay, motion picture. So again, there's Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, and then you have Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara for The Favorite, Barry Jenkins for If Beale Street Could Talk, Adam McKay for Vice, uh, Peter Farrelly, uh, Nick Vallelonga. And Brian Curie for Green Book. And then there's... That's it. Um, any snubs here? I don't know. I don't think so, actually. Yeah? Yeah, personally, I'm... I, I wouldn't probably be the best person to ask about screenplay. <laughs> okay. I'm not so versed in it. All right. Uh, let's go to the next category, then. It's best original score for a motion picture. And then, uh, so we've got Marco Beltrami for A Quiet Place. Alexandre Desplat for Isle of Dogs, Ludwig Göransson for Black Panther, Justin Hurwitz for First Man, and Mark Shaman for Mary Poppins Returns. So best original score, motion picture. What do you guys think? Uh, Rissa, what do you think? Um, they snubbed Incredibles on this one. Really? Yeah. Do you know who, who did the score for it? Uh, let me look that up. I just realized that I totally forgot that Ant-Man and the Wasp was released this year, too. All right. So, <laughs> listeners, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was released this year. Um, and But do you think it was the kind of movie that deserves any nods in the Golden Globes at all? Oh, heck no. No way. Yeah, it's one of those fun movies, I think. You know, it's not... Um, and it was an add-on, too, to the MC. Right. It's not a... It wasn't like a... You know, like... It wasn't originally planned for one. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Michael Gia- Giacchino. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. His credits are, it, yeah, impressive. Yeah, he's he's least. written a lot of stuff. Yeah. If you recall, he did Coco as well. Right. Um, he he did. scored Coco most recently. Um, so you think he got snubbed on The Incredibles for this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Yeah, that was a pretty good score, um, The Incredibles. I always liked the way that it sounded. You know, it really feels like the period that it's in. Right. It's set in. And it, it really adds to the story. Um, it's a, it's kind of baffling to me that A Quiet Place got nominated for original score. When it's supposed to be quiet? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I understand that you have to fill the silence With at something. some point. Yeah. yeah. But like, if you watched all the trailer, just from the trailers itself, there's like barely any, you know. Any, any like musical content. Yeah, because it's the void that, you know, is a scary, eerie kind of feeling to it. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I think Michael Giacchino got snubbed there. Okay. Uh, Nelson, do you think there's any snubs? Uh, nothing comes out to mind, personally. All right. So but let's... You, didn't, you didn't like uh, Slaughter Race? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Aww. I was cringing through. But through Ellen Mankin. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be original the, the, song, the, right? Yeah, the, the background music was nice, but I just can't get past Vanellope's singing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, Ellen Mankin only did the one song. Um, the score was by Henry Jackman. Right, so... Uh, it was it was it was all right. Yeah, it's but okay. Yeah, in- <laughs> Incredibles too, definitely. All right. Um. So let's move on to best original song motion picture. All right, and the the nominees are all the stars in from Black Panther, Girl in the Movies from Dumplin, Requiem for a Private War from A Private War, Revelation from Boy Erased, and Shallow from A Star Is Born. And uh, Rissa, what do you think of the songs? On this list. Um, I'm surprised that there's no Mary Poppins Returns on this list. Right? You know? There should I mean, be I some original songs from Lin-Manuel Miranda, right? Exactly. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I would assume that like Lin-Manuel Miranda deserves a nom somewhere. Um, he's a he's a national treasure, as I've said before. Um, <laughs> and like out of all of the songs for A Star is Born, why choose Shallow? Like there's so many other great songs from that movie. Um, it bothers me that they picked the one that is like hammered into your head from all of those previews. Um, yeah, to me, is that the one sung by Lady Gaga or? Yeah, the late okay. it, it's Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Um, she co-wrote that song. Uh, mm. but yeah, like there's other songs in the movie that are better. I have the whole score. Uh, I mean, the whole um soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think it should have been that song, and um. Kendrick Lamar really deserves uh, a oh, yeah. song on this. So nothing. Oh well. All the stars. Yeah. 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 It's a good one. I really yeah. like that song. Yeah. Also for me, I also think that there should be at least one Lin Manuel Miranda song in there. Yep. But um, we have to see the movie first, and it's not out yet. So um, yeah, when we see it, we'll do a, a movie review, and then uh, mm-hmm. we can talk about the music in that. All right, so let's move on to the next category. So we're now moving into television. I would think that we would count ABC shows toward Disney. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, so let's go to best television series drama. And they have The Americans, Bodyguard, Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. So um, The Americans is a FX show, right? I think so. I don't know. So That's I was the thinking, one with uh, Carrie Russell, right? Yeah, I think she's in that. Yeah, she's in that. That's Carrie Russell. I think FX is owned by Fox, so in a roundabout way, that might be Disney. <laughs> you know? Sure, sure. Very convoluted way, sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you think any of the drama on ABC was snubbed here? I haven't watched A Million Little Things, but I hear really good things about it. Um, but if you look at like the nominations by network for TV, I'm quite surprised that only NBC out of the major um, national, like you know, syndicated regular, ones. syndicated channels had nominations, and they only got three nominations. Wow! So like ABC, CBS, Fox, um, they all got snubbed. That's um, that's pretty crazy. Now that it's like it's the the cable networks and the streaming services that are kind of taking over this these categories now right it's it's surprising to me right exactly especially especially in the comedy section 
Because, like, what happened to Modern Family, what happened to, like, Big Bang Theory, you know, all those other shows. I'm just like, what? Fresh off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Constance Aww. Boo. Total snub. Constance Boo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, maybe we can skip all these categories then because there's, like, nothing. I don't see anything. Do you guys see anything? Um, well, for one thing, I don't have TV, so I wouldn't be able to <laughs> contrib- contribute to this uh, anyway. Yeah, and you don't have any of the streaming services, right? Yeah, I only use YouTube. <laughs> yeah, because there's a couple of Netflix. There's an Amazon one in here. Um, I do watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, you do? Great show. It's a great show. I would recommend it. It's an Amazon show, huh? Yeah, it's a great show. Oh, um, wow. But- Will and Grace is back? I didn't even know that. I watched that show, too. It's all right. The new version or the old version? The, well, the, the new old version, version is all right. the one that you really like, right? I like the old version better. Yeah. Yeah, it's like trying to catch lightning in the bottle a second time. They're trying to uh, refresh it. Right. Yeah, I don't really see anything else <laughs> on this whole list that has to do with Disney, like, at all. I'm surprised that there's, like, no short on in the Golden Globes, you know? Because they have it in... Um, in the Academy Awards and the Oscars, right? They have shorts. So, looking forward in the in the award season, if I don't see Bao nominated, oh my goodness. I'm gonna be up in arms, and I I will write to the Academy. Excuse me, Asian rep- representation matters. Definitely, and uh, it was pretty progressive too because it was the 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 main character, the the Bao himself. He was with the white girl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, whoa, you don't see that very often. <laughs> and she could actually full bow better than him. Yeah. So it looks like there's one in here that, that you'd like, right, Rissa? Yvonne Strahovski. She's got a nomination yes. for best performance by an actress in support role in series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. That's a long title. Yes. Uh, but she's nominated for Handmaid's Tale. Um, Is that her- a Netflix show? It's a Hulu show. Hulu, okay. It's very heavy. Um, it's very dark. Uh, I've only gotten through one episode of the first season because you kind of need to pace yourself when you're watching it. Otherwise, you, you might get really down. Um, it's about like a dystopian future. Wow. Uh, where everybody is barren and those that aren't barren become like handmaids to bear the children. Wow. Yeah. So it's really heavy. Um but her portrayal is similar to Killmonger in the sense that you want to sympathize with her, even though you know she's evil. Whoa. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why she she's been nominated. She got nominated for the Emmys last year too, or earlier this year. So I am hoping she gets an award this time. Okay. Well then, um, I guess that's <laughs> that's all we can go over right now. I mean, there's not really much disney left in this yeah Um, which is unfortunate i think in the comedy um categories abc really got snubbed um oh you mean like the television television series yeah because like roseanne early on this year i mean i know that they got canceled but they got canceled for for political reasons right um but why isn't laurie metcalf nominated for anything you know she's laurie metcalf Right, right. And then you have Fresh Off the Boat, Constance Wu. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it feels like a giant snub that ABC wasn't nominated for a single thing. 
What about you know? Blackish? Is that Blackish too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross. They they just just did an arc this um this season or early this season or last year. Um, it was a divorce arc. Mm. Um, and it it really showed um like how how people just drift apart it it's not really it doesn't always happen with like big fights or anything it's just like over time and the way they portrayed it it was um it felt real and you're like this is a comedy wow but (laughs) yeah yeah and it makes you think um it's a very intelligent comedy and i think that it should have gotten nominated as a whole um and I think Tracy Ellis Ross got snubbed there too. Yeah, so I mean, ABC does put a lot, put out a lot of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand why Modern Family wasn't nominated. It's it's been on a downhill decline um, since their kids are like all growing up and everything. Um, they're having a hard time, like with the writing. It doesn't gel as much as it used to. What about the Goldbergs? You think that's any comp- like anything funny in there? I don't really watch it. Mm. Um, I think it's a an interesting show. Yeah, I don't watch it either, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot that ABC puts out that mm-hmm. could potentially be there. Basically, yeah, especially in the comedy category. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I think that's uh, that's all we have for Golden Globe nomination reviews because. The TV wasn't really represented the way they probably should have for Disney. Yep. Straight up snubs. There you go. All right. Um, so, Nelson, do you have anything you want to say to our listeners? Uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. I know this episode was a little on the short side, but... Um, and as uh, it wasn't uh, as much Disney as I'd hoped, but, you know... <laughs> You know, that's just how uh, these uh, the nature of these, um, uh, I guess, awards are. Right. But, um, yeah, guys, thanks for joining us. And um, I guess we'll see you guys next time. All right. Rissa, you have anything you want to say to our listeners? Yeah. Um, thanks for continuing to listen. Um, hope that you uh, continue as well. Um, please make sure to subscribe. And we look forward to talking more disney content to you um when we get back <laughs> that's right so thanks guys for listening um last rissa said please subscribe and also leave us a good rating and review as it helps get us some exposure on um, all the major platforms so thanks for listening and also check us out on youtube there's a bunch of new videos that i that we uploaded um, we're going to have some more content because we're going down to Disneyland this week on Thursday through Saturday. Uh, so we probably won't have a podcast this coming weekend. So look out for some videos and for live stream and Instagram, uh, visit our website as well, DisneyTimePodcast.com. So that's where you can find all the content. Basically we have it organized there. So thanks guys for listening and we will... Talk to you guys. See you guys next time. See ya. Later. Bye.